leave it in. Leave it. Hey. People, need to, people need to know what I really feel. I'm just busting chops. Hey, hey, welcome <laughs> to busting chops, everybody. Where well, we bust chops. <laughs> I'm just here to push the conservative message. But uh, and whenever we say something shitty, we just say we was just busted chops. We were right. just busted chops. Yeah, sure, I was a little racist, but I just busted chops. The NFL needs more God and Tim Tebow. That's what it needs. Oh, before I bust its chops. Sure, she was underage, but fellas, I'm just busting I was chops. Busted chops. I was just busted chops. Your honor. My... Clearly, my client was just busted chops. Yeah, it was just a, hey. a simple chop busting. Welcome to Busted Nuts, where the boys just sit around and talk and maybe bust a nut or two. Yeah, man. Yeah, me and we, we gonna talk football. We gonna talk beer. We gonna come a little. <laughs> Which is not gay. It's, it's not gay if you talking about the Super Bowl right before you do it. What did they give you uh, 10 to life for? Bustin' chops. Oh, I was just laughing. That, that's I would I would let a heckler stay if instead of just doing like I, I was just laughing if they were like I was just busting chops. I'd be like, you know what? Go ahead, stay around then. You were right, you got me. Bustin you know where chops. we would never throw anyone out of a show for doing? It, it's like uh, like finger snaps at like a poetry reading. <laughs> Our slam poetry is just people going. <laughs> I think that's the title of the episode, right? Like, in the I think I think we found it already, right? It's uh yeah, you can't see it, but it's already in my notes as sloshing in the sewer. Attaboy. We're sloshing. We're doing We're it live. Slosh- We'll slosh live. We'll slosh live. <laughs> what a goddamn dead dog in the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about snuggles. Poor <laughs> snuggles. Now I'm going to do this dedication to Brent's brother, and then we're out. <laughs> Coming up with a cut from Sting. From Sting. <laughs> I'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs> The crying is what made him think I wasn't cool. It wasn't <laughs> anything else. He's thinking, was, Jesus, I'm glad I wasn't with that kid. Yeah, it was definitely the meltdown that ruined it. They're um, looking at poor little Ryan with his little arms, just crying his eyes out like, oh, I guess my life's not too bad. Yeah, like, shit, we, man. We were gonna do it live. And- <laughs> We were gonna share the same glue, and we were gonna make our project. <laughs> That's the worst kind of cry. Glitter for this. Yeah. That you, you're crying, and then you can't breathe on top of that. Yeah, yeah you're like hyperventilating, and you're a bitch. Then your brother would cruise through at the Bonneville. That's true. I don't know. It wasn't the Bonneville, but it was another some like a like a Caprice. You guys remember a Chevy Caprice? Sure. It was very much that style of car. Yeah, I sloshed my first sewer in a Caprice. <laughs> you guys get hit in Indiana with the blizzard of 93? I mean, probably. Okay. I specifically remember seeing the news, but it wasn't 93. They called it Winter Blast 99. <laughs> I think it was. They had a name for it, Winter Blast something. That sounds like a bad concert. Yeah, it, it was a terrible concert. Yeah. <laughs> Winter Blast '99 featuring Limp Biscuit. But it did lead to it did lead to my acting debut in the porn parody Finger Blast '99. <laughs> <laughs>
It was a short film. <laughs> yes. Well, I just heard the news today. <laughs> School's canceled. <laughs> Go out and play. <laughs> With mittens wide open. <laughs> oh, man. With sewers I'm sloshing. <laughs> Listen to Miss Splash. <laughs> My dedication now to this project, um, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, I will not shit for the next four days. I will, <laughs> I, I will, I will commentate on this movie with my shitter full. That's my promise to the cafeteriaites. <laughs> Wait, is that the new uh, the new name we have for? It is this week. Yes, the cafeteriaites. <laughs> And I will join you, Ryan, but not on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I Brent. just I have a cheese advent calendar, and I just <laughs> up. Ren is just backed up naturally, so he's just, he's That's on his every four days schedule. He's still eating square pizzas. His mom had <laughs> a catch of them for Doomsday Bunker. Take my feet, and please let me take a dump. <laughs> As soon as the movie starts, Brent's gonna he's gonna load up on dates and prunes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if at the beginning of the stream I'm just like, I'll be right back, and then I come in at the credits at the end. <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs> well, this is a Facebook post, and it says uh, Cedar Sinai MD it says T Drive delivers shocking results. It's a natural and over 90 days can help increase, quote, load volume. Substantially. So the, substantially. This is a, a product. And just the thing that caught my eye scrolling through, just the words, bigger loads. All caps. Bigger loads. I, I screenshotted a whole bunch of comments because how could you not have a thing that says bigger loads and then not go straight to the comments? My wife was unsatisfied with my load size. It wasn't enough. I started taking this and all I can say is, wow, the frozen ropes I have been able to shoot are crazy. <laughs> Thanks for saving my marriage and satisfying my size quality. Shooting thick ropes. That's right. In a month of taking this stuff, I busted a load so huge, I completely filled a small McDonald's cup. <laughs> After taking this, you're leaving socks looking like summer sausages. <laughs> if we get five more patrons, we will use that patron money to order this. I will have a load competition on colon pop-up in the morning. Coming up this Friday, 7 a.m. sharp, load competition on colon pop-up in the morning. John Patterson says, I'm now a one-man bukkake. <laughs> My girlfriend took in 20 million kids last night thanks to T-Drive. No! I need to do a gut work during the holiday season. Two days into the supply and the wife has never had a clear complexion. Thanks, T-Drive. And there's a photo of Robin Williams going, Hello! <laughs> Just, one... Just one pill and now I can shampoo a, a buffalo. <laughs> Just one pill, and now I can just shampoo a buffalo. <laughs> you could build. Look how happy Johnny is right now. I've never seen him happier. You could build a storm shelter out of my sheets. 
<laughs> that sheets is new. Yeah. <laughs> Our trailer got to a point where, as trailers do, they're not designed to be, you know, that's why you don't see any trailers from like 1874. Like, like they're not, they're not designed to last forever. So they tend to start falling apart. And in our bathroom, a hole had developed in the floor. My, my dad was like, "Okay, I, I'm not gonna pay anyone to fix this. I'll fix this." Mm. And then he just didn't fix it. So he did the temporary fix, which was to put a uh, a piece of plywood before it cost eighty seven dollars a sheet. <laughs> Wait a minute. So the only thing stopping nature from your floor was a piece of plywood. Correct. Awesome. Like secured down or just like here, set it on top. Boop. Just just like like the lid of a pot. Sure. If that's going to be a temporary fix for a few days, fine. Because like, oh, I'm going to fix it, but I don't get off work until yada, yada, yada. Uh, But it was months that the thing just sat there. Because that was like the fall when it started breaking. We got to winter, it was still, there was still just a giant ass hole in the floor. Oh God. And uh, so it got cold. We had we had kerosene heaters because of course we did. Because if there's one thing you want in a tiny trailer with four small children running around, it's just an open heat source that your face could just plant onto at any time. <laughs> you were the first nine year old to ever catch black lung. <laughs> Basically, well, yeah, we had, a, we had a, a kerosene heater and a canary. Just ready to let us know. The animals who are freezing outside try to find warmth in the middle of the night. This possum worked its way up into the house and in the middle of the night worked its way into my bedroom, which was down the hall. Well, hold on. How did this possum find a way to get past the impenetrable plyboard? It made a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. Well, the thing that was weird about it is that it had a welding mask and a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. So this, this, I think this was a planned crime. And you did have Acme plyboard after all. It was true. <laughs> so, you know, it, it had just worked its way up, like probably just looking for warmth. And I woke up because I felt like something moving around my pillow. And like at that time. No. Uh, yeah, I shared a room because like we were poor and there wasn't a lot of space. So I had shared a room. This definitely sounds like someone should have called uh, CPR uh, yeah. <laughs> years ago. Like, I think retroactively they should get your dad right now. Can, can they call it? If they can find his ashes off my mom's lap. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so so originally I kind of got like, like kind of, it was one of those things where there was a rustle and like sometimes it would happen. Like if my brother or sister had to go to the bathroom or whatever, they kind of had to step over me to do it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't uncommon that there'd sometimes be like, oh, someone just go to the bathroom. But then, like, it kept, like, moving around and started hearing this squeaking sound. And I opened my eyes, oh. and this motherfucker is right there. <laughs> no! <laughs> just, just, and, but and he wasn't doing the normal possum thing where, like, you know, possums, they, they kind of look scary so that and they... permanent smile. But he was just, like, in my face, like, what up? <laughs> How are we doing? So, and I'm, like, like I said, eight or nine. So I'm, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> The the possum's like, hey, your dad should probably lay off the Budweiser's or else I wouldn't be able to get in here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, it's like he was hired. I think that possum was a secret shopper who was like hired just to show up at some point to see like how easy it was to get. Because he didn't, you know, like I said, he didn't attack me. It wasn't aggressive per se. Even the possum was kind of in the house like, how the fuck was this possible? (laughs) Like, like, he cuddle? Kind of. He would have. 
you know, if you're on the internet enough, any comic will hear you're not funny. Yeah, you're not that's even just that funny. The numbers, yeah, especially that, Johnny. You know, you guys tell me that yeah, all the time. Johnny just hears that just a just a huge clip though, like just in the text thread that we have for the show. <laughs> that's why I do this podcast. I want to be reminded weekly. Yeah, exactly. It's called the humbling. <laughs> no. Okay. Ah, the. Ah! <laughs> oh man. Ooh. Oh, your allergies are <laughs> really thick ropes. Yeah, your allergies really kicked in. Uh, yeah, I, I somehow sneezed on my own glasses while I was wearing them. Brent, why is Ryan's face covered right now? <laughs> well, because he took uh, what was the stuff we were talking about last week? Tea drive. I tea drive. That's right. That's right. Shout out to Tea Drive for not uh, messaging any of us to sponsor the show. Yeah, I meant to bring it up last week, but two weeks ago I did a show in a small town. And all the locals after the show were like, you going to Barnacles? And I was like, yep. what's Barnacles? They're like, it's right down the street. And it, like at least five people were like, you going to Barnacles? And then then they started a chant after the show that one would be like, Barnacles. And another one was like, Barnacles. So they all, I was like, yeah, man, I'll be at Barnacles. I never go to the bar. Ah. <laughs> it's not going to benefit me to do open mic night at Barnacles. At this point, you, you going to barnacles? <laughs> <laughs> you heckling at barnacles? <laughs> I think we have the episode title for the week. <laughs> you going to barnacles? Yes. Yeah, I, I took the seat off actually. It just kind of, <laughs> I I feel more one with the bike if it's yeah. just kind of. It's in for, and, and it secures you in there real good. Like yeah, you're locked in. Two three hours after a ride and be like, oh, I got my bike still in my ass. I didn't even notice. <laughs> no wonder I couldn't get in this doorway. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> During the Patreon episode, we were talking. Ryan said goodbye to everyone by blowing a kiss. And it reminded me of another. There you go. That's for everyone who. Oof. Oh, Brent. Brent. It was yeah. for Brent. And he caught it. Oh, and then he put it in his pants. <laughs> Brentsky, how long have you had your. How'd you get your VHS player? This is uh, the one that my, my mom had from a, a long time ago. So this has been in the family for years. Oh, wow. It's a it's an heirloom to the, the Indiana yep. Terhunes. Yeah, that's the thing that we passed down is a Zenith VCR. <laughs> Go take good care of it. It's the only one left. Here, we, we moved into this house and, and mother gave us a Zenith VCR. I was going to say the gopher, not the gopher. What the hell animal? It was a possum. All the time we spent together and you didn't remember it was a what, Ryan? It was a possum. You didn't remember it was a possum. I did not. His, n- his name was Reginald and I I'm loved sorry. him. I thought Ryan lived on the Caddyshack golf course. I apologize. I thought it was a golf course. I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Fun, fun, funny you should mention that. Apparently, hey, we're all going to get laid. I like that kind of art, but am, am I going to have a good time at the Louvre? Eh. What the fuck is the Louvre? That's where Mona Lisa is, you uncultured cunt. <laughs> so we're going on the river. I'm like in fucking floaties and like I'm, I'm paranoid as shit. And then we get to this one part. Where there's just a bunch of drunk people. They have like coolers and there's like beer cans everywhere. And they think it's funny that they're, they're just trying to like tip strangers out of their canoes and shit. Like, like, like that's like, what they're doing. They're getting drunk and just tipping people out. If and like, like you're, if that's your friend, sure. But it's yeah. like, I don't know you. Get, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and that's what I did too. I, I just kept fucking yelling. Because like, like generally speaking, when people are fucking idiots, if they're not doing anything to me directly, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a sociopath. I don't just yell at people. I'm just like, these guys are fucking idiots. And I just move on with my... But, like, when they started, like, fucking with us, I have, like, that's one of the few times I was like, I will kill you, motherfuckers! I can't <laughs> swim, you fucking cunts! Like, I was furious. Ryan's like, you better pray to the god of skinny punks that this wind or I'm gonna come over there and jam an oar up your ass! <laughs> that is basically what I did. I want to hear more about this ham grease. Yeah, <laughs> that was my prison. My name in prison was Ham Grease. <laughs> ham, ham Grease be coming out my mouth like the cartoons. <laughs> hey, bring him over here. Bring over the Ham Grease, motherfucker. <laughs> they call that because I got a greasy nature's pocket. <laughs> nature's pocket. <laughs> nature's pocket. Nature's hot pocket. It's hot ham and cheese. <laughs> They call that guy ham grease. He's the only one that stays slick, silky in the showers. <laughs> Nature's pocket sounds like a, a variation of the Nature Valley granola bar. <laughs> yeah, I got a it's Nature's like pocket. It's like the Aldi brand granola <laughs> Nature's pocket. But it goes there's only with one flavor. Yeah. It comes in like a little pita puff looking thing. <laughs> I very much would like to see a Nature's pocket. <laughs> My wife. It's, it's definitely not whole grain. <laughs> this is officially the longest we've gotten into an episode without doing an intro. We're well, you know what? Right Speaking of not nutritious like nature's pocket, pull up a seat. No yeah. lunch money required, you bastards. This is the Cafeteria Podcast. Find us everywhere at Cafeteria Pod. Rate us five stars. Write us a nice review. Join the Patreon at patreon.com slash Cafeteria Pod. Thank you to every single one of our patrons. Johnny LaQuasto here with you at Quasto. And this swamp-ass possum whisperer finished third place in the 2019 season of America's Got Talent, which is really the only season that matters. He had no reason to visit the local county fair as a kid because his home life in the trailer park was a goddamn circus. He's back to touring and spreading joy across the country with comedic gold and his aggressively jiggly ass. He's a Kankakee Valley cougar. You can find him at Cripple Threat 8. He's the Cripple Threat of comedy. He's America's sweetheart. He's Ryan Niemiller. I'm in this car in my dream with Webster, right? Mm. So me and Webster are hanging out, and his grandpa on the show, I think he had a grandpa that a case, because Dan Deardorff was his adopted white savior dad. Yeah, George Papadopoulos. Yes. We all know this. So, like, we're, I remember, like, I'm in the car with, like, his parents, and I'm in the back seat with Webster and his grandpa, and then, like, we're driving kind of, like, the road that led to my trailer park, essentially. And then, like, during this, like, it starts as, like, a normal dream. And then I look over at his grandpa, and his grandpa, like, had been looking at me and then turns uh, away. And on his cheek has a vampire mouth. Uh, and it's it's actively moving. So he's got... Yeah, and it's, like, okay. it's like a movie. It's like, yeah. And then, like, the music of my dream changed. It, like, did this, like, weird cut where it was, like, and, like, the camera pans away. Whoa. I had that as a reoccurring nightmare for months. Dude, you had a That's all that happened. You had, like, a dramatic score to your dream. That's amazing. You got premium dream. How much does that cost to get the premium? It it was $9.99, which was hard because we could barely pay to keep the electricity on in the trailer. Right. we couldn't afford because commercial free so dreams. Yeah, my dad was so bad with money, he prioritized having cinematic dreams. <laughs> you had the alcohol-infused dreams that your dad wish he had. Yeah, yeah. so basically, basically my dad, he, he thought, like, this was the future. 
The future is cinematic dreams. I'm going to invest all of our money into it. Man. And basically, all it got me was a weird dream involving involving Webster's grandpa and a vampire. Look at you having the Dogecoin of dreams as a kid. Son of a That's bitch. A, a great band name, by the way, is Webster's grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Webster's vampire grandpa weekend. <laughs> Now, question that guy, that grand, he was like a vampire in like for Halloween on that show, right? Or something? Or was he the hey, grand? That might have been the connection, or, or I was just a stupid child. Right. Which not much has changed, and we love you for it. Yeah, I, I'm a stupid man child now. Well, while we're talking about men child, men childs, men childs, men children, <laughs> this burgundy brick house is one of Variety Magazine's top 10 comics to watch. And very soon, you can finally watch him in person as he has tour dates in June. Yes. Hey, now, make sure you get tickets to see him because not only is he hilarious, but in the very near future, his feet will be like a store going out of business. Everything Mm -hmm. must go. Check out his dry bar comedy special on the internet. It's titled Crooked Ginger. Representing the Pope Ron Cali High School football jumping jack, formerly Rebels, but now Royals, he be Brent Tur Hugh. Uh, officially, by the way, now uh, Ron Cali Royals and their mascot is uh, a lion, I believe. Just saw on the internet. So. Is the lion dressed up like uh, you know, like a king of some type? Yeah, I believe he's uh, Aslan or whatever, however you say it, from the Chronicles of Narnia, Should've which has just ended up being Jesus. Well, spoiler alert. So well, I was going to say, I think that probably the way they got out of uh, the outrage of people them being mad they changed the rebels is like the lion is just dressed in a Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a tattered gray uniform was the formerly mascot <laughs> of Pope Rock and, and just crying one proud tear for the fallen Confederacy. <laughs> oh, they will rise again. Talk about white pride with the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> when Ryan was in high school, I'm sorry, when Brent was in high school, when the football team would all put their hands in, the coach would be like, all right, Robert E. Lee on three. One, two, three. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> all oh, hell. The, who, uh, all the floats in our parade were General Lee's from, from Dukes of Hazard. So. It was just three hours of... <laughs> Them boys are in some thick molasses. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a fine mess coming. of turnips. <laughs> Those well, damn two boys. Well, this is like a turd in the dick bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun mad lib is to take different words and put them in there and say them like, uh, what's his face from Dukes of Hazard? Merle was, Haggard. Well, well jo- Johnny and I, when we, uh, when we just do casual phone calls, that's essentially what we do. It'll be just like long, like, like the first. Like it'll be a two-minute conversation that's necessary, but our phone call takes thirty-eight minutes because we spend the first thirty-six going. What's up, you old bag of hammers? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, you old piece hammer. of fish? Yeah. It's just. <laughs> What's up, you old? Pile- where we forget what we were doing. <laughs> What's up, you old pile of ham grease? <laughs> <laughs> What's you know, up, you old nature's pocket? <laughs> It's funny you bring up Dukes of Hazard. Someone in my family has a photo with Boss Hog. Like yeah. some, somebody, or do you remember who it was? I believe it was my brother. I, I think Boss Hog did some kind of like autograph signing in my town or something when I was mm-hmm. really little, like before I knew what life was. But I think my brother has a photo with Boss Hog. As a matter of fact, I will text him now 
to find out. And if he gets back to me before the end, that's our little cliffhanger. Did my brother meet Boss Hog in person? <laughs> yeah. Get ready, everyone. That, that, that's what keeps people engaged. So we get those um, uh, retention TV minutes. land. People that are too old for TV land. I'm like, that That makes the projector at the right angle. That, you know, just like a crazy old man thing to be like, that. that's my wood. Yeah, don't throw my wood yeah. away, hey, honey. Did you touch my projector wood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a splinter in your ass if you get your fingers near it again. Well, well, I'm gonna use that piece of wood to cover up the possum hole in my bathroom. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do so, us a favor we, though for Patreon, can you give us a tour of your backyard with a projector? Uh, I sure will. Once I I took it down because I don't leave it outside or anything like that. Once I get it set back up, I'll do that for Patreon. And maybe I'll just uh, do a Mystery Science 3000 and upload a very large file to our Patreon of me watching a movie, commenting yeah. on all of it. No, I, I think it. it'd be funny if it was just your shadow, but you don't comment on it. <laughs> so, so you're literally just uh, pirating movies. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think best case scenario would be we'd ask Brent to give us a tour of his backyard and the video would start off by him in the bathroom going, well, it's time to shave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I pictured as having a bent over, gaping turhune asshole, <laughs> and that's it. That's that's not on Patreon. That's on OnlyFans, guys. Yeah, that that's in our text thread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to quit sending that. That's and in I, our that's on our four chan group, I believe. <laughs> I say, are we gonna are we gonna record tonight at ten? And all the zeros in the number ten <laughs> are my butthole. <laughs> Oh my god uh well do you have a topic because i don't uh well i i was thinking about this guy that i worked with a, a bunch when i first started doing stand-up his name's james sibley he's still doing stand-up or like i don't i think he's from north or south carolina but he always when when he met people his icebreaker to meet new people was always what's your first car and what was your first concert that was his like job interview. Like, tell me about you. First car, first concert. So I was thinking about that earlier today. As far as uh, how do you how you get to know people? Well, I can tell you, my first concert was all about that surfing safari, mother. I went and saw the Beach Boys when I was a youngin at the Allentown Fairgrounds, and ironically, saw them twenty five years later on their fiftieth anniversary tour. And I'm at a, the Allentown Fairgrounds. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am a Beach Boys fanatic. I what? love me some Beach Boys. Because I know you love you love hip hop so much, but then you're also like, let's put on Barbara Ann. Some Japanese import ones that were never released here. Because that's uh, who yeah, I am as a human. It's not I mean, a yeah. collection without the Japanese. <laughs> and that's why I was a virgin until I was 21. <laughs> well, I didn't even collect that nerdy <laughs> shit. And I was a virgin until I was 23. What did I do wrong? Yeah. How much does it suck, Johnny, that I am this big of a fucking dork? And I still was tapping ass before you. Sounds like you guys should have gotten into Pokemon because I was <laughs> shooting thick ropes at 19 years old. Thick ropes. Somebody in a comment section uh, one time was like, I bet this guy shoots thick ropes. And I was like, that's such a great, dirty, filthy analogy. Oh, yeah. you're like, you're damn right I do with my root. Yeah, you call me Peter Parker over here because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and then on a, a less um, Brent Seaman uh, 
topic. Uh, I'm also looking really forward to going to baseball games. That was something okay. I was really pumped to do with uh, producer Ann. And then uh, everything shut down. So you know, I really want to go to the uh, That's great, Ryan. Back to Brent Seaman. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thick. <laughs> back to these thick ropes that we're talking about. Yeah, it's really actually painful. It comes out like uh, like when you freeze chocolate syrup, <laughs> and then you're trying to like. <laughs> it's widened by your <laughs> and that's letting fish swim up. It's so much easier. <laughs> and then it, it coats whatever you're trying to eat. It gives a thick outer shell. <laughs> God, make, make making the ladies look like they're a Dairy Queen dip cone. <laughs> you can pour it upside <laughs> And she's like, oh my God, this is thick rope. <laughs> this is one thick rope. Uh, you know what? I don't care what I'm doing after the pandemic. I'm not following that. I'm good. We'll talk about it later. I don't care. Brent, do you have something otherwise this episode's over? Uh, just to shoot thick ropes in public. Just <laughs> <laughs> standing on a picnic bench. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to the park and just fucking jizz my thick ass ropes <laughs> over bird. Every bird that I see, <laughs> there ain't no babies being delivered because these storks are getting shot. <laughs> yeah, these storks are being weighed down by my thick ropes. <laughs> I want to shoot two thick ropes and then have uh, professional athletes exercise with them. <laughs> I got hired for American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I'm helping people get lat strength. With my <laughs> oh, oh dear God! Perhaps the right. most disgusting ending of all time, everybody. Brent, oh, Brent, Brent Trick, tell people about you. Thickropes.org. <laughs> Thickropes.edu. <laughs> That's it. Thick. thick okay. Ropes. That's fair. Uh, you can find me at thickropes.gov. <laughs> We've actually uh, done a lot of work with the Biden administration <laughs> to educate <laughs> everyone on thick ropes. Well, I, I'm glad I drank this before it expired in a month. So, wow. Okay. Is it cold? Is it ice cold? No, it's room temp. Just how oh. you should drink a soda. That's yeah, true. J- j- just how I like my flaming hot Cheetos as well. Room <laughs> yeah, temp. Room I don't. Temp. <laughs> All right, hang on. Before you take a sip, right, you, right now, this is going to be something we want to clip out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to set the mood here. We're going to set the room tone while I'm in the dark, feeling creepy. <laughs> you, Brent Terhune, Brent Wadsworth Terhune, as we called you last mm-hmm. week. You have a flaming hot Mountain Dew yes. that you purchased at Kroger. At 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 Kroger, yes. Before you take a, a sip. How does it smell, please? It smells kind of sweet and citrusy. It has like a a lime on the bottle. So I met maybe it's like flaming hot, but with a lime too. So, okay. And it says on here, uh, do with a blast of heat and citrus. So maybe that's the citrus part that I'm because I I can tell you over my years, um, I like for my sodas to have a nice blast of heat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm I looking. like to have a drink after I drink that drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, the closest I've ever gotten is like I will drink a soda right in front of an old timey radiator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, are you ready? And this contains zero percent juice. I'm shocked. 
Yeah, 73 <laughs> grams of sugar, 280 calories. It, it, it doesn't have authentic, real Cheeto juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine after I drink this one, I will go to the store and get Cheetos and crush them up. I, I, I'm imagining once you take a drink of this, you're going to have to go back to the dentist and get more teeth removed. Yep, that's <laughs> I imagine. And the thing is, a reminder, I don't like hot chip things. Yeah, so yeah. hot chip. I'll be honest. I don't know how why coaches don't take red hot flaming Mountain Dew baths after championships. What's up? What do you got? Oh, oh mm. he's, he's doing that's, the wine thing. It's got some heat to it. Like, I'm going to get heartburn from this. Oh. It's citrusy, but then it's like, it's almost like a, eating a, a hot wing. Or, oh, or for even, it. I would go so far as to say as a flaming Hot Cheeto. You're going for a second sip. Johnny, not all of us have like the money where we can go to a gas station, buy a water, and not finish it. All right? Yeah. <laughs> this is very much like spicy Kool-Aid. And, well, uh, I, which is the name of my punk band. By yeah. the way, <laughs> with spicy Kool Aid, one two people. <laughs> um, saying goodbye to the monkeys, twenty twenty one. Always go for a third sip, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I just need to. It's got like a citrusy up front, and then, <laughs> then your mouth gets spicy and hot. Yeah, and then your soul starts to die. Yeah, wow. so. You had about twelve grams of sugar in those three tiny sips. My teeth hurt. The my teeth that I got extracted, those yeah. hurt. They just grew back in. Yeah, I oh. uh, I would not uh, recommend. I wish I could pull off a handlebar. I would love a Raleigh finger. You could. You have it right now. Just shave the rest of your chin. Yeah, but I want like the. <laughs> I want to look like Wario. That's what I want to do. It's a me, Wario. That's ASMR I've ever heard. <laughs> really? I... Everybody, just uh, <laughs> lay back and relax. And <laughs> Johnny, when you edit this, could you put me and Ryan on different uh, stereo channels so he'll be in the left and I'll be in the right? Guys, <laughs> yeah, sure don't know how to do that. So, no. Okay. There's a, You're nice, fired. Uh, there's a nice autumn breeze. Uh, listen to the... Uh, your your, uh, your girlfriend's being kidnapped. <laughs> As your entire body is relaxing, now you're going to picture a freshly shaven Ryan Niemiller with a handlebar mustache going... <laughs> We're 12 episodes in and Brent has lost about 9 feet already. <laughs> Brent wanted to have his uh, White Castle mailbox so that when he gets his blood pressure cuff delivered, they know it was the right place. <laughs> hey, which, sir, which house is it? Oh, you'll know. You're going to know. Trust me. So far uh, on this podcast, I've lost more feet than brothers, which is quite a feat. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. It, it, it's weird that like somehow over the course of this podcast, I'm now only the second at losing body parts. Johnny's got a full set. I'm in the middle, and somehow Brent is now less than me. That's impressive. That doesn't happen in many rooms that I go to. You know what? I think I might start using Club Nub if we're being honest. <laughs> That's why I had to come up with that squeegee thing. I was like, Brent, there's no way Brent doesn't lose another foot soon. I got to change this up. Why, why do I have to have fake diabetes for this podcast? <laughs> You brought it up the first time. <laughs>
Hey, just because I brought something up on upon myself doesn't mean yeah. I want it to be a storyline for this yeah. podcast. You know the reason you have to have fake diabetes? Because it's too embarrassing to talk about your real diabetes. <laughs> it's actually type three. <laughs> yeah, you have Terhune syndrome. <laughs> if you don't have like a gallon of grape Kool-Aid every day, your body goes into shock. If you could play a character in a John Carpenter film, what style of character would you prefer it to be? What can Brent Hume pull off? I'll be Fat Michael Myers. <laughs> they call him, and in, in the scripts, they call him the shape. So I guess that would be the out of shape. The, <laughs> the out of, I was going to say the only thing you could pull off is your prosthetic foot <laughs> that you lost the diabetes. <laughs> Sorry, cut. His foot fell off again, guys. Oh, man. Who should have known? Like, we should have known that when we hired Brent Terhune that he might have Brent Terhune syndrome, and this could be a problem. Well, and I would choose the only character that never runs. <laughs> it's like he just has to Brent walk slowly, and he's sitting on a bench. You're just like... <gasps> Brent's character is the only murderer who never murders anyone because he can't catch up with them. <laughs> Unless I can cut him off with the pass, and even then they hear they hear me coming just from the breath. Oh, they hear they hear, they hear from the breath, and you're opening a bag of Doritos. <laughs> they always just hear you. I mean, you're inside the babysitter's house for a really long time. I mean, I got hungry. <laughs> Every the, campground in America has Dorito traps. 